Is it a fair? <laughs> it is a podcast. What? Introduce the podcast. Oh, um, my name is... Ants oh. live 15 years. <laughs> ants live 15 years. That seems insane. I was Googling ants earlier, and ants live 15 years. Were you Googling ants lifespan lies to tell our friends? Hey, I don't need the third degree there, Susie Q. I can Google whatever I dang want. I got a computer. Okay, so the common garden ant lives 15 years. Are you going to Google other kinds of ants? Yeah, we can do Google searches while we're recording Fire now. Ants. We're on a hot new setup. New, same name, um, same great taste. Okay, fire ants live 30 to 60 days. But why do the common garden ants live 15 years? You could have a baby, and on his first day of birth, like... Holy shit, yeah. the queen lives 15 years. No, all. Oh, yeah, you're right. You could have a baby, and... Pharaoh ant. Brooke, you could have a baby, and on the baby's birth, you see an ant, and then on the baby's 15th birthday, the ant is still alive. It's like Sleeping Beauty. And then on the 16th birthday... You, you, like, you face your kid, and you're like, I want to tell you about your dad. It's the aunt. It's the aunt. <laughs> Wait, so I had, so I got impregnated by an aunt when that aunt was a year old. Don't yell at me. <laughs> Welcome to Antiques Roadshow. Ants, 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 ants. Antiques Roadshow. Oh, I'm rolling away. <laughs> we're at a new computer. We're at a, we're at a new setup. Because my, well, it's still my computer, but my other computer, my MacBook that's like, Same apartment, same great taste, different. Same. A new look. Same people, same For the cats. new generation. The MacBook that is now nine years old finally was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. It's like, yeah, we have a wind chime I'm getting in the distracted background. by your wind chime. <laughs> um, but my MacBook was like, you know, I've seen what you're offering me. I've taken a look at the equipment and the setup, and I'm just like, you know, I'm not comfortable with it. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm not signing this contract. So now we're on my fancy desktop computer. It's so big, and we have, like, a little um, side corner, mm -hmm. and it's um, just, you know those horror movies where a killer kills people on Skype? It's that, but in real life, it's, like, real people murders. We have it in the corner, and we're yeah. watching people be murdered. We just keep it up all the time. Yeah. It's, like, ambiance for it's the just, podcast. I find it soothing. Yeah, it's, like, ASMR, but for psychopaths. That windmill, I mean, that wind chime <laughs> is really... I know. Chiming her up. I know. I'm sorry. Chimeruski. Well, I hope it. I hope if you can hear it, it's like calming and soothing. You know, like beautiful, soft, like is this zen. Hey, is this calming and soothing? Ah, scream. <laughs> yes, I did. Freak. <laughs> well, speaking of scary. Other shit, ant fact: ants have slaves. Yeah, I know that. What the? Why is Ant Man problematic? He's the king of the ants, so we know he can live at least fifteen years. Paul Rudd. Has already beat that at record. At least fifteen years old. Oh God! It's like when I would look at the la the last years of Coke with a Gorilla. Coke with a Gorilla died since we last recorded. Um, I thought you were saying Coke with a Gorilla. <laughs> I was like, is that a show? <laughs> I'd like to share a Coke with a Gorilla. But it's like in the final years. Don't of, kick that. I'm sorry. <laughs> in the final years of Coke with a Gorilla, I would look up Coco's age and it'd be like forty six, and then like I would Google lifespan of a gorilla and it would say fifty, and I'd be like, oh no! It's coming soon. That's you with all your favorite ants. That's what. Ant-Man lives with every day. Ant-Man, yeah. this podcast is sponsored by Ant-Man and the Wasp in theaters. I didn't see it. I really want to. I love Ant-Man. I didn't see it either. I didn't see that. I didn't see Black Panther even. Black Panther's great. Because it came out at a weird time where we, like, weren't really here. Yeah. And, like, you're the only person I see movies. Right. <laughs> we saw Three Identical Strangers yesterday. It is a, the most buckwild ride it's I've ever It's the most buckwild documentary I've seen since Tickled, which if you know anything about Tickled, you'll know that this the Three Identical Strangers really tickled me then. Ha! 
That was a good one. Thanks. It starts out as like a funny sort of like human interest story of like, oh, these three brothers. Like every, literally every documentary. Adopted separately at Literally Earth. every documentary. And then it just gets crazy. And like even, because like I went in knowing sort of the general story. Every documentary is like if you went to see a romantic comedy and then halfway through like the wife is murdered. Yeah, and it turns into like some dystopian sci-fi. Every documentary just switches genres like dramatically in the second half. Yeah. But it's really good. We definitely recommend you go see it. We saw it at a little art theater. I don't know if it's in, like, big normal theaters. But it's really, really good, and you should try and find it. Yeah, I don't think if you're going to, like, you know, I don't know, uh, like, big cinema. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know what bothers me? What? I'm Andy Rooney. Hi. And Hi. these are my complaints. Uh, yes. Does he, is that really, was that really a segment, his complaints? Yeah, it was just like, I'm Andy Rooney, and why are <laughs> water bottles too tasty? <laughs> but, um... When you see a movie in a big theater, they have the promo image, the promo like video where they're like showing like all the cool things you can do in the theater. <laughs> Sorry, we might be expecting a storm. <laughs> you can hear the wind chime. Storm's coming. They have I can't a, close the window. No, they have a promo video and like the people like they go to the count, they go to the bar. You know how like they have like bars now in cinemas. Yeah. And they get like two drinks and then they go to like a soda machine and it's like I'm sorry, you're gonna piss during this entire movie. Yeah, and they always show. Well, I like the one at the theater that we've gone to because it's like very old time. It's like a seventies one. Yeah. And it's, it's like his like, popcorn. It still says like a pager. No smoking in the theater. As yeah. If, like that was still a thing that people would do. I love it. It's like how on airplanes they still have no smoking signs, and it's like, guys, I think we know. I think if you been like forty tried years, to light a cigarette on a plane, like the air five people would, would tackle you. The air marshals would just and throw they would you throw out. you out of the plane. We are on the same into outer space. Um, our first antique. <laughs> we're in Omaha today. Omaha, Omaha Nebraska, is in somewhere Nebraska. Okay, and it's the year. 2004. In the year 2004. I was going to try and sing a song, but the only song I can think of is Love Shack, which is not from 2004. I don't think it is. Do, 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 do. Here we go. <laughs> Our first antique. So it, we're in Omaha 2004. It's weird. This is a vintage episode. Turns out they've been sneakily airing these for like two weeks. We were busy. <laughs> We've been busy. We're to get married again. I'm moving. Yeah. Come on. Jules is moving to my neighborhood. I'm really excited. We're gonna be like, it's I'm gonna, like, you're gonna look out the window and be there on stilts. Come and knock on my door. I was talking about that earlier and Three's Company had an episode where you could see Joe Ritter, John Ritter's balls and they had to cut it out. I mean, you know. It was the 70s, man. Yeah, like in the 70s you don't need to cut out the balls. Everyone can see them all the time. They're always just hanging out. Please sign my petition so that people stop cu- cutting children's balls when they're kids. I'm anti-circumcision. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not. So our um, our first antique... Edgar Allan Poe. ...was a daguerreotype. And, like, they kind of told a story, like, a meta story around this antique, and then the story wasn't really in the show. No. Actually, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to giggle it. That's what I call Google. Do you sometimes say things wrong in your... In your I never say things wrong. I say things wrong in my brain all the time just to make myself laugh. Antiques. What a colorful life you live, Brooke. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, hope you're, I hope you're excited because that typing um, sounds quiet to you, but um, during the, when you're like, when you're editing, it's going to sound like, clack, 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 clack. <laughs> um, this is from 2000. I think this isn't the right thing. I hope there's no, like, pop-up ads. Um, oh, with, like, moaning? Uh, go to sex.com. <laughs> I wrote Stolem. Stolem. Edgar... Alan. Oh, it autocomplete. Was it a stolen at Grand Poe? The purloined portrait. Damn. Okay. 
Um, so we got a good Edgar Allan Joe. That's like a shitty, like, coffee shop in Providence, Rhode Island. I'm gonna open it. Um, Edgar Allan Poe, in every picture of him and painting of him, permanently looks like a Chuck Jones drawing. Who's Chuck Jones? Chuck Jones is a Looney Tunes guy. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. This is also, oops, this is also a weird one because it's sort of like gut brushes anyway. Anyway. So, this is a daguerreotype. I can just read you the article. It's called The Purloined Portrait, and it's on the Antique Show website. But basically, um, so it's a daguerreotype, which is an early type of photograph. It's all black and white. It's kind of blurry. He looks just as you would expect him to look. You know, kind of sunken eyes, yeah. wild hair. Um, and uh, the lady who brought her... Who, God, now I've got this article up. I can't, I can't focus. <laughs> the lady who brought him in is like knows a lot about daguerreotypes, I guess. Yeah. Um, and she brought this into Wes Cohen. Cool. Who looks very young. His hair is still um, a color, not white. And she discovers that um, it is one of only six daguerreotypes that exist. And he says it's between fifty to thirty to $50,000 in 2004. Um, and then it turns out that it. she went to get it authenticated. I'm, like, reading this as I'm talking. It's impressive. This, you, could, you could be a Let's Player. I could be a librarian. Weird, right? <laughs> this is how I seem like I know things, because I just read them while I tell people. Um, so she um, basically went to get it authenticated and found out that it had been stolen. Um, and she had to deal with, like, the FBI. The a- Special Agent David Bass of the FBI's Midwest Art Crime Damn. Team. The Midwest Art it's Crime It's a sleepy team. department, for sure. Yeah, like, there's not that much art in the Midwest. So... There's a wipe over the Edgar Allan Poe. The, the picture is damaged because someone wiped over it, which you're not supposed to do with old pictures, I guess. Who do you think anything. it was? Do you think it was Monk? <laughs> yeah, because he, he thought it was a little bit dirty, and he was like, well, i got to clean this up. It's a perfect Monk plot. We can call it Monk and the Purloined Portrait. Are there any plots where he, like, destroys a priceless antique? I'm sure that's a joke in an episode. I don't think it's, like, a premise of an episode. Like, every a episode priceless a bit of murder. piece of work. Well, I'm sure there have been murders in art museums before. Ooh. Mr. Monk in the Art Museum. Right? Like, I'm sure. And there's, like, a picture hanging askew because it's, like, avant-garde. I want to be one of our ten viewers and just be like, I'm so tired of hearing about Monk. <laughs> Stop talking I'm about sorry Monk. sorry about my creaky chair. Um, in the background of this spooky story about a stolen daguerreotype, which you can read the rest of it on your own, not you, but our listeners. I got it. <laughs> um, there is a teddy bear, an old-fashioned teddy bear, one of those ones that looks terrifying. Yes. And then there's also a terrible doll. Did you see the doll? I did, and she was the same size as the woman holding she her. She was like a, she was like a, did you ever, did you ever have like Barbies when you were a kid? Yeah. Um, did you ever have the ones that are like, not the look like me, because that's American Girl dolls, but they're like the ones that are supposed to be your size, basically? No, because I, my, our family had a rule where we weren't allowed to have dolls that were the same size as the kids, because easier for them to come to life. Yeah. And replace and the And also, kid. then you don't know, like, if you're putting something in the car seat, you're like, I assume this is the kid. It's a real Robert the, the doll. doll situation. Don't frankly. talk about Robert the doll. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot our rule. We haven't recorded in a long time. <laughs> don't talk about Annabelle either, because I know that's the next thing you're going to bring up. And they're making a movie about her, and I don't like, think. they made, 15 movies about Annabelle. I just think it's, I just think it's a bad idea. <laughs> anyway, so this doll was like one of those Barbies. One of my, I think, I don't think I had one, but I know one of my friends next door did. Um, 
But it wasn't very scary. It wasn't actually a Barbie. It was like an old doll that was the size of a child. I don't like gross. It's like the boy. This is my rule. The boy. (laughs) No, the boy talk. Have you seen the boy? No. No, I haven't either. Have you seen the boy? (laughs) This is what I do. I get curious about a horror movie, but I'm too scared to see it. So I I do that all the time. And I go on like Wikipedia. We saw the trailer for Eighth Grade, which is like a lovely, uh, oh, like so indie good. movie about like an eighth grader who like does YouTube stuff. And when the trailer started, I was like, "Oh God, is this one of those horror movies where the killer no, kills people on Skype?" Very sweet. Um, I had a horror movie moment not too long ago when we were <laughs> talking after, about those after Antiques Roadshow ended. Um, you know they do like. The, I wonder if you can still pick up my husband's horrible sneezing. Continue. Um. After Antiques Roadshow ended, and they sort of, they do, like, the previews for other shows, and the nature show had a crocodile or an alligator. And I saw Brooke jump out of her pajamas. (laughs) She fucking leaped out of the sky. Well, it was because they had a long shot of it just sitting. (laughs) And then it jumps out of the water. And I, like, it was, like, long enough that it was a jump scare. I retract my earlier statement. You can't be a, you know, let's play it. Because too many spooky games. (laughs) You couldn't play Five Nights at Freebies. I watched the McElroy's play it, and I had it on mute, and I still jumped. And, like... Defeats the purpose of watching the McElroy's play it. <laughs> Could have been anyone. Well, I just turned on the mute. Um, yeah, I guess it does kind of defeat the purpose. All right. Um, so, speaking of terrible dolls... Oh, this Edgar Allan Poe... Um, so, in 2004, it was thirty to $50,000. In 2018, is that yes, the year that we're yes, in? Yes, the year of our Lord, 2018. <laughs> Sixty-five dollars to $75,000. I maintain that Edgar Allan Poe belongs to Boston. Because this is a fight. I feel like Boston wants him, Providence wants him, Baltimore wants him. Baltimore has his bones, so we need to dig up his bones and steal his bones. And But we already have a statue for him. We have a square for him, And then him, we can right? fill the statue with his bones, and then it can come to life like the Statue of Liberty in Ghostbusters 2. Oh. Remember earlier? What we, it's what, a little bit smaller Remember my Statue of Liberty joke? Yeah. Where we were watching, like, a commercial that had the Statue of Liberty in it, and you said, like... I said, how do they always get it so it's empty? And I said, like... You, you can get in her. You just have to buy her dinner first. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my cat is, like, really trying hard to figure out how to get up here. Don't go out there. You're up in the window. No, I closed it. Okay. <laughs> um, so after this Edgar Allan Poe... Marionettes. <laughs> the Japanese were... marionette theater. So there was pre-war Japan. Yes. World War II, specifically. Um, and... Noel was appraising these. He looked great. He looked the same, but his hair was a I little bit Noel's less... I think Noel is an immortal. Yeah. His hair was a little bit more brown and less white. Noel is like the page master, but with toys. It's the page master. It's a kid's movie about like a library and the books come to life. Oh, yeah. I do know that. Um, Noel said, looks like nobody played with this. Just, just speaking of, you know... Well, he always wears Toy Story ties. So this like, was an older one, because it was pre-Toy Story. But he always... It was not pre-Toy Story. Oh, okay. Toy Story came out in 1994, bro. Holy shit. No, it did Yeah, yes, it did. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, he had a different tie on this time. But if he's concerned about people not playing with toys, and he has Toy Story ties, he believes very firmly in the mythology of, like, toys are alive, you need to play with them to make them happy. He d- well, yeah. He loves toys. He loves toys. His auction house is called Pook, Pook and Pook. Which I just love. I love him. He's so, so quirky and fun. Um, so this marionette doll's toy, it was like a boy and a girl like dancing, dancer. Yeah. Thing. And basically they were attached to a little tiny stage and then 
Um, what would happen was you would shove them and they would go back and forth. You would shove them. You know, if you shove real people, they go back and forth. <laughs> he would, um, Noel, Noel very lovingly describes the action that a toy has as its, as its action, which I love. Yeah. Like, like what kind of McDonald's toy to let me press the button? That's its action. Yeah. Love that. And he said this one had a lot of action, but it, really it didn't. It just kind of jostles around comedically. Yeah. It was worth $1,500. He said it was inherited from a lady, which is ghost. Like, a lady died, probably. Probably. And is in the dolls. I mean, that's what always <laughs> She's inside happens. the dolls now. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's just how it happens. We did have a rousing discussion. You and Brad <laughs> had a discussion about who here is dead now. Okay. And my... <laughs> well, let me defend you and your husband. Me and my... <laughs> me, me and... <laughs> let me defend Brad and let me defend me. There's a lot of old people in these 2004 episodes, and it's impossible not to watch this and think, which, which of these events? old crones kicked the goddamn bucket? And Brad got very attached to one woman. Where he was very, this was, it was this woman, I think, where he was very vehement that this woman is still alive, and I was certain this she old lady like is dead. She looked like a sweet 60-something grandmother. Well, she's a sweet nothing-something now, because she's dead in dust and bones. I don't know, do you keep aging? I mean... After you, I know you your don't fingernails keep growing or something. No, I heard that that's actually the skin retracting, so it yuck, looks like yeah, yeah, right, gross. Um, yeah. So you and Brad were like arguing. We also had a very interesting discussion with Brad about whether or not there's a King of England, and there's not. There's not. But he was saying there is, but we were all wrong because we were like, Queen Elizabeth does not have a husband. And Brad was like, I no, thought, she does. I thought there was a king of England and he died, and now there wasn't. Well, there was her father, and then he died, and then she married this guy who's 97, so, like, he basically dead. He's gonna be dead. He's gonna be dead soon. Um, but yeah, we got, like, in a fight with Brad. It was your first <laughs> fight in your relationship. <laughs> yeah, in, like, five years. Um, next up, we have David Ragu. The youngest we've seen David Ragu. Yeah, I don't know if we've seen him in the other vintage episodes. We did in some because that's where we first met him. Remember? Yeah. We we were brought back in time to David, and now I think we're seeing David at his earliest point. And I, like I think we. <laughs> Why is there a drawing of Andy Richter on the back of your skin? The back of your notebook. <laughs> and I would only know it was Andy Richter because there's a there's a it says Andy Richter with an arrow. I drew a picture of Andy Richter. He's sitting in his chair and he's having a good time. Is he eating something? No, he's just sitting. <laughs> you labeled it Andy Richter with an arrow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when did you do that? I don't remember. Do you remember that um, like Indian order that we found <laughs> that was for like Indian food that was in the middle do of one of the... Do you think it was Andy Richter? There's <laughs> <laughs> so many mysteries. <laughs> What is this? X-Files? Do, 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 do. Is that the X-Files theme song? I don't know. <laughs> but Andy... Andy, <laughs> <laughs> Andy Regu. David's brother. <laughs> David Regu was... He looked terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he had a mop top and he was wearing an ugly gray suit. He had like a he late... He looked young but he looked bad. He had like a Beatles in the late 60s like... He really did. Long, straight, floppy... It's like if Paul McCartney's hair looked the same <laughs> now. Like Paul McCartney. Um, yeah, he had horrible hair. That's what I wrote down. (laughs) (laughs) He was appraising a vase. Mean. He was wearing a double-breasted suit, which was a mistake. But everyone was making that mistake. Mm, It was early. Okay. 
He had both. 2001 to 2005, I would say, is the worst time for fashion that ever happened. It's terrible. It's just awful. It's so bad. Everything here was ugly. <laughs> Actually, there were some people who looked nice. His wrists, though. They look strong. His rotators. <laughs> His rotators were spinning around all willy-nilly like cement mixers. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, you could His hands were the girl from The Exorcist. It was amazing. <laughs> I was going to say you could do a 365-degree turn. His hands are an owl. 360-degree turn. Sure. There's no more degree. Yeah, I made a note under here where I said old people death meter, and I think what they need to do is um, for every appraisal with old people, there should be a note. Like, after it says, like, the thing went up or down in value. A little picture of the old person's face should pop up, and it should like say whether they lived or died. Yeah, you said there should be like a little, a little grave. rising grave. And Brad said that if the person's alive, it should have like a little animated gif of the person like dancing. Like, yeah, Yahoo! like the Yahoo! the Six Flags old man. Da, da, da. Like Venga Bus, yeah. Yeah, sorry, we have that stuck in your head now. Um, Next thing was Martin Short. Lee Kino. Martin Short. Lee and Leslie Kino are twins. Identical twins. And they look kind of like Martin Short. They do. They're very They're very blonde. animated like Martin Short is. <laughs> <laughs> your cat was staring directly in your she eyes. Like she loves when you talk about Martin Short. <laughs> she loves Martin Short. She loves Martin She's Short. She's a really big fan of Young she... Frankenstein. Is he in that? No. Oh, shit. Jesus. <laughs> that? Marty. Feldman. Oh, oh, they're like the same. No, they're not. Marty Feldman's funny. Ouch. Oh, burn on Martin Short. What's Martin Short been in? Uh, Three Amigos. Oh, Saturday yeah. Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. The, the Jim, Jiminy Glick is like funny characters. He does funny characters. I hate Martin Short. <laughs> well, this was one of the twins appraising a Chippendale secretary desk. That went from sixteen thousand to three thousand dollars. It's a desk now. Did the cartoon boys come before <laughs> cartoon boys? <laughs> Are they mice? They should call them the cartoon Rabbits? boys. They're chipmunks because oh, Chip shit. and Dale. You clod. <laughs> um, sucks for Dale. I mean, Chip is like Chip the chipmunk, but Dale is like my name's just Dale. This is a Chip and Dale joke. I know, but is it? Are they? Is it a joke on the stripper men? Or did the stripper men name themselves after the funny cartoon boys? Or did they name themselves after the furniture store? I want to watch a, a Disney special where they talk about Chip and Dale, but they only call them boys and they never call them animals. <laughs> I love those two funny boys. And they're so small and they're so funny and they're so mean to that silly duck. Who's the duck? Donald. Fuck. I guess you don't know. I guess you don't see species <laughs> in cartoon animals and you know them all as like the funny, the mean sailor man. <laughs> yeah, well, he is. To he separate is. him from Popeye. Oh, who's the mean sailor man? Donald. He's a sailor? Yeah, he wears a sailor suit. Oh, I'm thinking of Daffy. Jesus fucking <laughs> dick Christ. Let's get out of here. Are Chip and Dale the same as the rescuers down under? No. no. God damn it. <laughs> so, um... One of the rescuers is Bob Newhart. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> but I do know who Bob Newhart is, at least. Okay. Um... So, I just wrote down crouching. I guess Lee was doing a lot of crouching around this desk. Yeah. Our next thing was the Like a Chippendale dancer. I don't know if they crouch. And if they do, they... No, you're right. They probably do, and they show their butt. Yeah. Let's look up pictures of the Chippendale. <laughs> like, having Google with this podcast <laughs> was such a fucking mistake. Chip. I can't... My cat's kind of on the keyboard, so... I do on some Chippendale's... funny YouTube oh. stuff. You just, oh. you just get the SNL skit with Chris I know, Farley. I clicked on the wrong thing. <sighs> okay, back to the show. Bad start. 
So our <laughs> next thing was the super dress. Oh my god! You love this. You would wear this dress. I love it. It's a soup shirt. Sh- it's a soup shirt. It's dress. a paper dress. They said one size fits all. Although I don't know that that would be true. Um, they said you could make it shorter by tearing bottom off of Which it. Which I love it because it's a it's it, okay. For, first of all, it's the phenomenon of paper dresses that Which we mentioned. We had a lot of concerns about. But it's a paper dress, and if you want to be like. I'm saying slutty in the lovingly, most loving way possible. If you want to slut it up, you just rip, rip, yeah. rip. You can do it up to your neck, and then you're just not wearing a shirt anymore. And you're just naked. Yeah. I mean, it's a paper shirt. You can only wear it, like, twice anyway. You might as well do some fun, like, da-na-da. Can you think of anything more wasteful than... I feel like this is just the height of, like, capitalist excess, where it's like, okay, we're going to take this resource that we don't have much of, which is trees, yeah, and cut it down... And, like, you know how the rainforests are dying? Forget about that. We're going to make paper dresses that you can only wear, like, once. And then you just throw it away, and then it goes into a landfill. It does. You know? This is a landfill filled with paper dresses. And then the, the man, like, the landfill man who, like, is, like, digging another landfill will find them. And he'll be like... I'm rich! Fin-. No, he'll be like, finally, I can be pretty. Aww. Yeah. You could just buy one. Well, maybe They don't make no. them anymore. I bet, I bet on some Etsy store someone's making Campbell's them. Soup got pissed at a certain point where it's like, I almost called him Andy Richter. Andy Warhol and the soup dress, they're always stealing, they're always chopping my flavor. I feel like it's free advertising for That's that. That's true. My dad's middle name is Campbell. That was worth two to three thousand dollars. And they had it like framed, which is good. Cause like a paper dress, I mean, if it's just out there in the world, it's not gonna last very long. Yeah. Um, next up, we had some baseball stuff. No, you said, uh, my dad would like these because his middle name is Campbell and he loves soup. <laughs> Did I say that yes, he loves soup? Yes, he said soup. that. He loves I guess soup. he likes soup. Any man over, like, 50 loves soup. Yeah, probably. I don't know if he... It gets harder to eat other things, so you have to soup My dad up. has all his teeth. Okay. He just is missing one eyebrow. <laughs> all his eyebrows? <laughs> Speaking of eyebrows, our next appraise, oh my God. appraisal was of a, um, baseball bat, cufflinks, books... 1915 Red Sox. It was for a pinch hitter, but you read it as pinch hiller. I did, and then Brad started to pinch me, and I was like, I'm not Hitler. <laughs> um, That's what, you know, when I was a little kid in, like, second grade, and other kids would pinch me, I would say, stop it, I'm not Hitler. <laughs> I'm not Hitler, why are you pinching me? Yeah, and then they'd be like... You would hate that. It's St. Patrick's Day. Oh, stop, oh, stop pinching me. Oh, ouch. Oh, I hate it. I'm Hitler. Stop pinching me. You would hate it. Oh, ouch. Especially if I'm going like... to stop, and that's how I beat him. <laughs> That's it. That Captain America went in there with his pinching claws. His he brought some of those lobsters. I always thought it was weird that you called hands pinching claws. You've always, <laughs> called them, you've always called them pinching claws. I was thinking of those lobster thingies that you used to eat lobster. And then when you eat lobster, you say, "Look at this little red boy in his hands <laughs> and his big mean hands." I saw someone. Where was I? Where I saw someone eating. Where was I? <laughs> Some sort of oh, I was watching a TV You're show. Drunk that day. <laughs> I was watching a TV show. I wasn't actually in a place. I mean, I was in my home, what where someone was making like a seafood paella, and like I can't eat seafood. Mm-hmm. But the paella part, like the rice and the salad. Oh, I like, mean, I don't eat thing. I don't eat meat, but when I watch Food Network, I'm like this meat dish. Like this looks good. filet mignon looks toasty. But as then well. when she like served it up, she's from New Zealand. But like when she served it up, it was like there's just one like claw sticking up. Yeah. And I was like oh, it's like. Can yeah, you I don't imagine? Love that. Do you think fish, like, 
when or like crabs and lobsters, like when someone loses a hand in the ocean. <laughs> like, oh, I thought you were gonna say dollars. when a fish or a lobster eats a human, is do they have the same morbid joy de vie that we have where it's like Oh a hand. A oh, fresh a hand. hand. A fun hand put sticking some, out of the meal. Put some sea butter on that. I don't know what that would be. Maybe I, sand. Yeah. It's all sand. We know a lot about the ocean now because we just watched Jaws. It's true, we did watch Jaws <laughs> together. That was fun. That was fun. Um, so, but the most important thing, of, I don't even remember how this happened, but the most important thing about this baseball sequence was the man who brought it in had the wildest facial hair. It looked like he taped I drew a school... picture of it. Oh, excellent. So that's, he had a mustache. Why is that picture labeled Andy Richter? <laughs> <laughs> he had like... A mustache and then two separate mutton chops that were not connected to his hair. It looked hair. like he glued um, school board erasers to his face. It did. It was so bad. And how they call it like a mustache a push broom? Yeah. It was like he had two push brooms on his face. And then like a little mustache and then like a little bit of like. And then he had glasses hair. on his like forehead and I think he had like a visor hat or something. He was a real douchebag. Yeah, he was a real douchebag. And you know that because he likes baseball and only douchebags like baseball. That's true. The... So we shouldn't make jokes because the. the um, one of the baseball boys, Ray Chapman, he got hit by a baseball and he died. <laughs> like the mom in, uh, fuck, what's it called? It's how we would have wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> he died doing what he loved. I love the part baseball. of Walking Dead where um, the one baseball man is like, if I turn into a zombie, hit me with a baseball as hard <laughs> as you can, because that's how all baseball boys want to die. Um, I guess baseball, like, are baseballs still made the same as they were in the... Back then, they were made out of pure sheet metal, and they would just cover them with some fabric. Yeah. And that's why in old, um, like, Jackie Robinson movies, you always see, like, he, like, picks it up and then he drops it. I guess anything hitting you hard enough will kill you, right? Like, a penny off the Empire State Building. Well, yeah, that's the, that, is that an urban legend? Is that true? I don't know. Let's try it. Okay. Let's go to New York next weekend. I'm Adam Savage, and you're the walrus, and this is Mythbusters. (laughs) Why am I the walrus? Because you're, like, the more energetic, like, fun one that the crowd loves, and I'm, like, the grumpy one. I mean, Who, like, probably. doesn't get along with the other Your work's not mine. Your work's not mine. <laughs> um, what do we have next? Um, okay, this was a brief little thing, but they did show an old-fashioned, like, perfume bottle type thing. That was cool. Thing, and all I could think of, is it perfume, or is it, like, a thing you spritz into your mouth? I think it was perfume. I don't know how this works, but it's the same mechanism in every, like, old, like, Daffy like Duck or Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah. If they need to, like, change their voice, they would, like, spray it into their mouth, and then they would have, like, a beautiful, like, hey, this is how I sing. Oh, Do you know, know what I'm talking about? I'm going to start singing the Fraser theme song. <laughs> the most beautiful voice. Like, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> He does have a nice voice. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? In yeah. the cartoons? What well, is that? It's like that old-timey perfume bottle that has, like, a has like a ball, like a squeezy ball at the end. But why would they do it into their mouth, and why would it change their voice? I think he used to have, there used to be, like, breath freshener, like, breath spray. Okay. And then we invented gum, and, like, those little Listerine things that you put Do you ever think gum? about how, like, we were laughing at Looney Tunes as a kids, but, like, every reference in them was so fucking esoteric and not made for us? Yeah. I imagine if we went back now, we would probably get a lot more of it. Definitely. Yeah. You'd also be like, ooh, ouch, racism, ooh, ouch. Yeah, that would be a thing. There's the one, um, Donald, he's the white one, right? <laughs> the sailor Jesus. outfit. <laughs> he's the one in the clothes. You know Daffy and Donald as the white boy? Does bo- Daffy wear Because you bow don't tie? see species, so the white <laughs> boy like, and the black boy? I didn't say that second one. Um, 
there's a one where Donald like, Donald Duck um, is in Nazi Germany. Yeah, it's called the De Führer's Face. But there's also one where he like murders his little friends. That, there's one where Daffy murders Hitler. <laughs> if anyone was gonna murder Hitler, it'd be Bugs Bunny. Come on, Daffy is like the most like incompetent. This was early Daffy, where he was just a screwball. Bugs Bunny is the only one that's got his shit together. What about uh, the Roadrunner? I mean, he's just acting on pure instinct. He's just an animal, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, Bugs Bunny is like, you know. There's no, there's no, there's nothing mechanical about what the Roadrunner is doing. He's not like you know, these aren't he's machinations. Just he's, he's just, just running. running. Let's look at what a real Roadrunner bird looks like. Smidgen, thank you. Having you. Google has ruined this podcast. <laughs> It's gonna give me like the internet service. The next thing was a great sculpture of a man that, from your words, Brooke, his name was Albert Derriere Balloons. <laughs> and he had a mullet and he looked like a cartoon Frenchman and he also kind of looked like Carrie Yulways. He did look like Carrie Yulways. Oh wow, they're not blue. They're no, they, not blue at all. This, this was me as a kid. As a kid obsessed with birds, it was like, let me look up the real animal. Oh, nothing oh, like. Nothing. I mean, the legs, but you know. That they, that they both have legs? <laughs> well, they have similar looking That legs. they both have legs. But, like, what a disappointment. Oh, well, I wish I hadn't looked at that. <laughs> I wish I hadn't seen that. Ruined your day. <laughs> um, yeah, so this was a point, a, a pointing, it was a sculpture, actually, of Rembrandt, done by Arthur Derrier Balloons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember his real name. I wrote down career, but I don't think that that's right. Um, and I forgot why I wrote it down, because I don't know that we had anything to say about Nothing. it. Nothing. Other than he looked We have to move on to the next thing, because this is all I want to talk about. Homoerotic cowboy art. Levi's. Levi's. Cowboy art. By, appraised by... Nico Lowry. Clean-shaven baby. A combination of... And he already looks like a Western villain all the time with his fucking checkered yeah. suits. He was wearing a double-breasted suit. We had a discussion about that. But jeans... Cowboys Nico. He gets a lot of cowboy stuff. Roll up your sleeves, boys, because we're in Humorland. This is this is the comedy. <laughs> the the comedy carnival is coming to the station. So these were cowboy posters. Um, cowboy lore is what it said on them. Cowboy lore. Um, done by my favorite podcast and Amazon series, Cowboy Lore. It's all cowboy it. urban legends. I listened to um, Lore this morning. I bet there are a lot of cowboy urgen- urban legends, and he's never talked about. Any. I'm gonna talk about some cowboy urban legends later. Do you know some? I'm gonna talk about a cowboy thing later. Beans. I know beans. Not beans. Horses. Cows, obviously. So I'm actually familiar with this Levi's ad because if you go to Friendly Toast and Kendall, they have a large poster of the oh, same shit. thing. And it's a cowboy in jeans and he's lighting his cigarette on a branding iron. I have seen that. And it says the same thing, which is a uh, patronize your small town merchant. He's your neighbor. Yeah, that's said that on one of the posters. The other one was called the Sweetheart of Rodeo. It looked like a fucking Where's Waldo drawing. I mean, they were just It was just a bunch of everywhere. shitty cowboy drawings of them. Like, it, it wasn't bad. It was Waldo going to the, the rodeo. rodeo. Um, the first poster, though... Which is bad, because if a bull sees him, that oh bull's going to gore him. Yeah, Waldo's dead. Yeah. Well, maybe... Oddlaw gets what he wants. Oh, I forgot there was, like, a villain in There's... the Waldo comics. He's a real Waluigi. He's just a reversed Waldo. Um, when we went, this is important. When okay. we went to that Jaws showing, yes. we got gift bags. Remember? Yeah. Like mine had like Doctor Strange comics and like some other comic that I don't know. Yeah. And then, like I had a what I thought was a sticker of Waldo. Yes. It's a tattoo. It's a temporary tattoo. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
Right? We gotta, um... Put... I sent it to Shauna for her birthday. Aww. But Brad still has his. I doubt he's put it on. <laughs> okay, we gotta put them on at the same time. And then yeah. Shauna can put hers on? On our butts. On our butts. Yeah. Because you were, like, pointing to your butt anyway, so... Yeah. Yeah, um, except the thing is that Waldo kind of looks a lot like my husband. He does look a lot like your husband. Yeah, that would be a really good Halloween costume for Brad. Who's the girl... Isn't there, like, a girl Waldo? Or, like, a girl in the series? Yeah. The series. Is her name, like, Waldina? Something stupid, yeah. Waldette. Waldette. Probably Waldette. Wal- or Wanda. Wanda? Wanda's up. No, I'm not. Stop gonna. it. <laughs> I'm not going to Google it. <laughs> what are you doing with your door? I keep... I. This is New England. The floors in this apartment are uneven. I'm sliding all around. I'm trying to I'm about to move into a new apartment, and if the floors are uneven, I'm talking to Mr. Landlord. I'm talking to Mr. Roper. There's nothing like... Have you seen this house? Tiny, narrow stairs... Uneven floors, ghosts. I mean, God. It's a disaster. So back this, to cowboys. This cowboy art was probably the closest thing we've ever had to gay porn. I'm just gonna from now on, like every profile I have on anything just needs to say "Sweetheart of the Rodeo." Oh, I love that. You, it's true. Nothing is funnier to me than cowboys. It's such a cowboys are inherently silly and funny to me. Yeah. Because they're just a bunch of... And them wearing jeans is even funnier. Just imagining jean cowboys. Ugh. Like, if I each like brand... shorts. Like, why didn't cowboys introduce shorts? Because they're all middle-aged men, so they all have gross, big, hairy legs. Can you imagine, like if you were men. watching a Clint Eastwood movie, and his shorts and, like, balls were hanging out, like, fucking John Ritter? Can like, you imagine being in the desert wearing jeans on a horse? Oh, my God. That's probably why they didn't wear shorts, because It would be like you leave the swimming pool, and you go back to your leather car, and it's, like, been sitting in the sun all oh. day, and you sit down, and it just, it's hot. Oh. You burn yourself. The first poster was um, a man, one cowboy kneeling in front of another one and the and the other one was sort of bending over i mean it looked like a blowjob but he was they were like it was a blowjob it was a blowjob it was basically Keep talking like, about sex cowboys because that's the thing i want to bring those to it was the poster for brokeback mountain i don't yes. know if you've seen that um, i haven't but, but i do know the poster is a cowboy sucking another cowboy's dick and the tagline Very is graphic. um it, well when the words <laughs> yeah it's yeah, true for cowboy um, dick suck so it was, uh, this was circa 1945, um, but it was two cowboys, like, sharing cigarettes in a romantic. So romantic. Angry. At one point, Nico Lowry, just the most deadpan voice in the world, says, this is a picture of a cowboy, or it's a great picture of cowboys. It was a great picture It's a great of picture of cowboys. Cowboy lore. Yeah, do you know any? Okay. Let's, let's Google cowboy. No. Huh. After, so after Pride... This is the missing part of the story. When me and my friend, the we, we took weed gummies, and they hit us Ooh. at 1 a.m. in the morning. Oh, that sucks. So we were um, wide awake and high at 1 a.m. in the morning, and we started looking up cowboy handkerchief code. Are you familiar with this? Oh, I've, I feel like I've heard so rumors. cowboys would, in their jeans, their Levi jeans, they would have a handkerchief hanging from the pocket, and it's depending like, on which pocket... It would be like kind of like tops or bottoms for the thing, and it would be sex things. So I actually have the cowboy handkerchief like Bible on my phone. And are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Pink, light pink. What do you think light pink is? Um, I want to be held gently. Worn on left, dildo fucker. Worn on right, dildo fucky. 
It says this on the thing. Oh. Oh, so, but you, where do you get the dildo in the desert? Apric- the apricot colored. What the fuck is apricot colored? <laughs> apricot colored. Left side, two tons of fun. Right side, chubby chaser. What's two tons? It means you're a big guy and then Wouldn't you're looking. Wouldn't people just be able to see that by looking at you? Stop yelling at me. I feel like you need the second one to know, like, yes, I'm into bigger Cream colored. Left side, comes in condoms. Right side, sucks come out of condoms. Oh, gross. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. I'm trying to find my favorite one. It's like, but, like, after you... One of these is um, Union Jack, and it's... Um, English. Left side, it's skinhead top. Right side, skinhead bottom. Is that skinhead a Nazi? Yeah. These are oh. Nazi cowboys. Weird. One of these, okay, left side, stinks, right side, smells. Is that butt? I, I don't know. I guess it's kind of all, maybe all butt, but, oh my god. One of these is shaver shavy. Oh, like being shaved? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of, like, well, I Wait, guess. Wait, rust colored, a cowboy. On my period. <laughs> I'm nice. sorry, that's so No, it's good. Right, left side, a cowboy, right side, a cowboy's horse. Um, yellow, pale, spits, right side, drool crazy. It says drool crazy. Oh my god, that's so long. <laughs> Look at this, it's a whole rainbow. It's a whole, it's, a whole, it's like all of the And the gay hanky codes. codes. I'm sorry, I could do this all day. I just find this fascinating. So, how did the cowboys come up with it? Like, do they all have that in their pocket? Where did they, like, what rainbow handkerchief store did they buy in bulk? I mean, Party City, you can get rainbows in, like, basically any color. Can you please not be on the keyboard, <laughs> dumb idiot? Um, like, but, or, like, I'm sure, like, any place that sells, like, t-shirts for, like, di- like tie dot, like, plain white t-shirts or something. We bugle boy cowboys don't take party to you Levi's cowboys. But they have, like, a con, a, not a condom, a what are they called? Bandana. Handkerchief. Yes. yes. So you know that they do. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. But they're like into like this kink thing of like, I want to act like we're the sharks and the jets, but like then we're going to go fuck. Just like the sharks and the, sharks and the jets. <laughs> I said sharks. Oh, that's so gross. Oh God, it's so gross. It's the gross part of the episode. I hate that. But anyway, Google gay hanky codes because I find it fascinating. How do you know it's cowboys though? Like, couldn't it just be, like... Who wears handkerchiefs besides cowboys dancers? and... And dogs. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is dogs. Stink smells is just innocent because dogs like to smell each they other's butts. They all stink and they all smell. <laughs> um, not my, um... My grandpa's dog is an old pug and his sense of smell's gone. Oh. You can't smell them lying. Oh. Um, I have a dog in my family. Well, it's my in-law's family, but there is a dog named Ethan. Yeah, I was at your wedding. I met Brad. Oh, get <laughs> Wait, it? Because no. he's a dog? But his name's not Ethan. Shut up. Did you meet the little dog? Rare gem? Um, Austin? Brad's stepbrother? Yeah. Yeah, I saw the little dog. <laughs> He's smaller than the cat. He's a, he's a tiny one. He's barely... You don't like dog. him, right? I don't really feel anything for him. <laughs> Except he looks like Falcor from The NeverEnding Story. Really God, does. I hope my mother-in-law doesn't listen to the podcast. Because she hates Falcor. Well, she loves the dog more than she loves Brad. <laughs> more than she, she loves Falcor. <laughs> <laughs> no, she loves it equally. Keeping the cowboy theme. Elk chair. 
Elk chair. Moose chair. Also very cowboy-esque. This was a chair made out of elk and moose antlers. The appraiser looked like a young man in old age makeup. He did. He looked, like, super young, but he had, like, bald, he like, like, gray, gray bald. Hair. Yeah. And it looked like the kind of bluey gray that comes out of those, like, spray cans that you get at, like, the costume, yeah. like, Halloween stores. Yes. Um, this was a chair, so yeah, it was made out of elk and moose antlers. Have you ever seen a moose? They're bigger than you would think they are. They're, yeah, you would think them, they would be, like, horse size. They are bigger than anything. They're, like... They're, like, elephant-sized. You know, I think horses are scary. Moose are technically so much scarier. Yeah. And don't, Everyone like... Everyone thinks they're so gentle and, like, calm Here, um, click on my, um, my, my BuzzFeed article that I got paid $200 for. It's called Actual Size Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> and it's just a big moose and a, a little... Picture. Yeah, it's just a what picture. What is Bullwinkle? He's a moose. No, sorry, what's Rocky? A squirrel. I thought he was a squirrel. He's like a big squirrel, though. Yeah. Because he and Bullwinkle are, like, not that much different in size. Very similar in size. I'm going to look up that article. Not right now. I'm not allowed to do that. Um, on this elk chair, the woman who brought it in, so her grandfather, her great-grandfather made this. Yeah. And she had his chaps, his furry chaps. I don't Gross. know what the fur was. Gross. From when he was, like, six. Why would you have chaps when you're six? Are you a six-year-old cowboy? You're like a little baby cowboy. Little baby cowboy. Cow baby. Little baby cowboy coming to NBC this fall. <laughs> Only on Fox. <laughs> Do you want to just move on? Yeah. Woolies. Um, Woolies. That's what they call them. Woolies. And he, like, put the chaps over his pants, and it was like, these are not chaps. Yeah, but they were too small because they were for a six-year-old child. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I don't know. Those things looked... I mean, it's hot in here, and we can't have the AC on because we're recording a podcast. Yeah. But, like, thinking about wearing those, like, woolly chaps over my jeans. Yeah, they're wearing chaps in general. And cowboys wear... Those jean cowboys we saw would have to wear chaps over their jeans. Yeah, otherwise the horses would ruin the jeans. Right? <laughs> is, that, is that what chaps are for? I don't know what chaps are for. I've never worn chaps. I've been I've on a horse. I've never worn jeans. Those are jeans. But they have flowers on them. Pretty. Thanks. What's on your necklace? A hummingbird. Aww. That's cool. Um, our next thing was the big thing. Frank Lloyd Wright? This was a big one. Yeah. This was, so this woman who brought this in, her great-grandparents hired Frank Lloyd Wright to renovate their home. Yes. And then he, like, as her great-grandmother said, she had all these letters between them. Her great-grandmother was like, he's just not getting it. So they decided for him to completely rebuild the home, and he did this beautiful prairie-style, um, like, very cool-looking Frank Lloyd Wright yes. thing. And she, the great-grandma, was the general contractor, which is, like, badass. This yes. was in, like, the 19th. They kept showing a picture of her, and she was just a little old lady. She's like a little And old I like lady. to think she was that old as the general contractor. It cost $10,000 to build this house. It's I don't insane. remember the year. Um, but, like, $10,000 could maybe buy you a shitty used car now. That's when you got Unchopped or, like, Guy's Grocery Games, and it's, like, Or nothing. this great new show that I've been watching on Netflix called Nailed It. What's that? It's, um, it's a baking show, but with bakers who are really bad, or, like, they're, like, amateur bakers. Yeah. And they're trying to reproduce, um, like, a Pinteresty kind of, like, beautiful... That's a fun premise. It is, but the thing that makes it more fun, because it was... Netflix had been telling me for a long time, like, you need to watch this show. And I was like, Netflix, like, I've seen, like, I like British Bake Off, and I like, like, Chop, but I'm like, I don't need another, like, fucking Cupcake Wars. If you like... watch Food Network, there's, like, 50 baking shows, and yeah, it's like, come on. and they're all the same. But this one is, like, it's a show that, like, doesn't give a shit. 
Like, Love that. like it's hosted by Nicole. This is Byer. a dog with an attitude. And the the first episode, um, and like there's like a person who wins the first round. Yeah. And one of the guest judges is supposed to say like she's this little old um, lady. She's this New York cake designer, wedding cake designer, and she's supposed to say like Nicole, the host, goes like tell her what she's won, and the lady goes well, what does she won? And then Nicole like has to point to the teleprompter. Leaves like oh, and then she's like clearly reading it. It's the rest. It's the baking show equivalent of being in a dick's last resort. The it's servers like, are mean to you. Yeah, and it just like doesn't give a shit at all. I love it. And like Nicole Byer is like not taking it serious. Like nobody's taking it seriously. Fuck yeah. There's one in the second episode where like they're supposed to bring out the prize, and like the production assistant who's supposed to bring it out is like late, and so Nicole's like Wesley, Wesley, like. <laughs> He comes right I love out. that. It's so good. It's so good. And the people suck at baking. I'll watch it. I mean, the baking is fine, but, like, the decorations are... This will be a book club, and I'll watch that, and I'll watch The New Queer Eye. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, The New Queer Eye is so good. Anyway, so this Frank Lloyd Wright archive was photos of the designs of the house, of, or, um, not photos, but architectural drawings of the house, um, the original plan as the renovation, and then, like, the plan where they were going to rebuild it. Um, photos of the house. My favorite part was there was a part where the man said, this guy was the money man. And then it cut to a picture. Like, and it might have, it 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 might have been the Monopoly It might as well have been, like, a little cartoon old man holding a big sack of money with, like, an Audrey Hepburn cigarette and, like, a top hat and a monocle. It was literally that. It was a cartoon old person, like, yeah, I'm the money man. I don't know if they said anything else about him. Or who he mm, was. I'm the money man. <laughs> Maybe he was the great grandfather. If you catch me, I'll give you some money. Hoo hee hoo hoo hoo. That'd be so Catch good. me. Um, so this lady brought this in. It's also that they've had in their family, and like this, the home is still in their family. And um, the woman who brought it in looks like Marion Ravenwood from the first Indiana Jones movie. She's a very classically beautiful. She's very pretty. Sweet she's younger. Lady. Yeah. Well, 2004. She was younger. She's old by now. Old hat. Um, so she brings this in and the appraiser is like, so let's break this down. He's like, so you've got, um, the photos here have, like I've seen photos of Frank Lloyd Wright houses go for like $10,000. You've got like the drawings. You've gone for two of them. You've got two of them. And then the letters, like his letters have gone for like $50,000. Well, you've got a bunch of them. So basically what she had there was Mm $75,000. But then she had, she was like, she has stacks more drawings and letters and photos at home. Right. So he was like, right here in this room, you got about Uh $75,000. And she like, was like laughing as he was talking. She was adorable. Stops. And it's just like, obviously, like I thought she was going to pass out. Yeah. And then she kind of starts crying, and she, like, runs around the table to, like, give him a hug. And the director has to stop her. (laughs) The production assistant, like, comes on the frame and is, like, pointing back to her mark. Don't move, don't move, don't move. (laughs) She's like, no, I'm so sorry. It was, like, the cutest reaction. The guy, the the appraiser would just kind of, like, like, you can be excited, but be excited over here. Mm-hmm. It was so fucking cute. It was so good. That was, like, the big, the big thing. It was so cute. Um, yeah, so $75,000 plus whatever else she has. I loved it. I think it went down in price, probably because more Frank Lloyd Wright stuff. Has and hopefully like, she sold it then or something. Or yeah, it's just or a family she, thing. I think, yeah, I think it was a family thing, because it's like their house, right? It was a lovely little house. I loved it. Lovely house. Lovely house. Um, sorry, I'm glaring at my cat for no reason. Man. He's always up to no good. 
You want to just speed through the last few? Yeah, so dog chest of drawers, that was a chest of drawers with dogs painted on all the drawers. And it was moving? There was a little yeah, shimmering. Yeah, like the, the handles were like swaying in some invisible breeze. You were getting so mad. You were like, why is it shimmering? I didn't like it. Um, fancy jewelry. There was fancy jewelry, and I said like... It looks like this would belong to a wealthy dowager, and then it zoomed out, and the lady who brought it was a fucking wealthy dowager. <laughs> she basically looked like a like an American Judy Dench character. She looked like a lady who, in like a Rodney Dangerfield comedy, would get like a pie thrown in her face, and she'd be like, "Why? I never." How dare you? Yeah. Um, you asked how we discovered Neon, which I think is a great question. Well, how did we know? The cat's like. How did we know? How did we know what? Um. <laughs> Yeah, so like, so how did we know? I watched Queer Eye, and in the I think it's the second season. There's a part where the they gays love neon. Well, do they really? Is that like a <laughs> no, thing? no. Oh, there's a part where they go Me, to like I do. a neon workshop. Uh huh. Where they like make their own neon signs. It's dangerous. I'm like, so you know what I thought though? Until like this moment, I realized I always thought that in the opening of The Simpsons, the little thing that falls out of Homer's. Um, tongue. You said it was just like a neon? I thought it was like a piece of neon. That's funny. But it's like uranium. Yeah, it's worse than neon. It just looks like a piece of neon to me. Everything's worse than neon. I think it's like nothing. Everything's worse than neon. Is neon made from freon? No. (laughs) That's because they rot. But how did we find it? How did we know that if we put a gas in a thing, it would make a fun light up? Is it a gas? I think it's a gas. And like, how do we get the different colors? It's like fireworks. Where it's like, how do they make them go in different shapes? How did we know what fireworks were? How did we discover fireworks? I feel like the Chinese discovered fireworks. I think you're right. So that's just some questions that we have. If you could write in and tell us the history of neon and or fireworks, but mostly neon, because I feel like fireworks we kind of know. And it's a, it's less of a mystery than neon. Neon, we just have no idea. What is that thing that Homer Simpson drops in the beginning of the it's Simpsons? It's uranium. It's a, it's a carbon rod. What's that? <laughs> it's a nuclear thing from The Simpsons. Did you learn that from The Simpsons? Yeah. Oh. I don't know anything about anything. The last appraisal that we have was the mermaid jag. It was a jag wheel. And from the, okay, <laughs> it was a thing that they called a jag wheel. And from now on, I'm only... Jag wheel is such a perfect insult, you fucking jag wheel. You're a jag wheel. You're a jag wheel. Yeah, that's a good one. Because it's like not... You're not swearing, but it still sounds It's mean. a bicycle mermaid. It was a car... So jag wheels <laughs> were... Thing, they're not wheels. Jag wheel things. sounds like a knockoff of like uh, the... the, like the, the what's, what was the thing? The cars, little cars that kids have? The car wheels, what are they called? Hot wheels? Hot wheels. Yeah, it does. Jag wheels. Um, and I looked up, and if jag is a racist thing, we're sorry, but I looked it up, and I feel like it's only short for jaguar in England, or in America, or people who love cars. Or it's I hope it's like not racist, because it's fun to say, you jag. You jag. This jag wheel was, it's, these were things that women would carve for their, their sailor sweethearts. While the sailors were gone. Is that what the song Brandy, You're a Fine Girl, is about? Yeah, it's about, it's sung from the perspective of a jag wheel. Jesus. Singing to Brandy. So mean. Um, this one had been turned into a pie crimper, which is another thing that's like, why do we need it? Is that to crimp the... The pie crust. But it's like, that's what thumbs are for. You know? Yeah, that's true. Or like, forks. Like... What about people who lost their thumbs due to gambling? Well, that's a good point that I and didn't old, think about. And old Tony King Salvador took his thumbs. It's both of them? Both of them. Jeez. If you had to lose a finger, which finger would you lose? Um, this little guy. 
Because then I'd be like a Simpsons character and I'd have four fingers. I would, yeah. They have some I would lose the middle finger because I don't want that bad you energy in my rude. heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't want to lose the left ring finger because I actually have rings that I wear on it. But the right one, I'm like, I don't know. You know? Like, I don't care. Yeah. Maybe the pointer. Although I feel like that's pretty useful. Oh, I guess you could pick what channel. I guess I'd pick left hand because I'm a righty. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Then maybe I wouldn't want to lose. Well, yeah, pinky would be good, I think. Yeah. What about your... No, never mind. I was going to say toes, but you don't like to talk about feet. (laughs) Be like hobbling. Get rid of them. So sad. Um, So there's no feedback booth in 2004. No. Really depressing. There was a quick little thing after with a man who looked like Ron Swanson. Yeah. And it was a flying tiger, like, war group. Yeah. Which, I guess, made me think of the flying flying hellfish from The Simpsons. The flying Dutchman from... Um, legend, but also from, from legend. <laughs> is that a real thing? Or, like, yes, one? yeah, it's real. You know, so and much it's about spectacular. Cowboy lore. I thought you would know about pirate lore too. It's really spectacular. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we don't have feedback. We don't have that. Feed- feedback so we don't know how to end the episode. We're supposed to stop talking at some point. Okay. Um, find us on iTunes. Well, you probably already have. But review us on iTunes. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. We made yeah. an Instagram. We did. We don't have anything on it. It'll be on, it'll it's, have stuff maybe by it's Wednesday. at Antique Sideshow, all one word, with a W. Yeah. Twitter is at Antique Sideshow, all one word, with no W. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just, you know, check us out. Send check us, us out. Send us tweets. Tell us about, um, if you were a cowboy. Yeah. And you know about... Which bandana. Which bandana you like to wear. Tell I'm going to read a few more. That's going to be the end of the episode. Tell us which finger you would lose. And tell us um, about neon. Tell us about neon. We don't really know anything about it. If you are if you have a doily in your pocket, on the left side, you're a tea room top. And on the right side, you're a tea what's room a, bottom. No, it's a tea room. I don't know, but it says pours, and the second one is drinks. I don't... <laughs> tea? That's like a geisha. It's like, are you a geisha, or are you a man who goes to a geisha? Goodbye. Oh, I thought you were going to read no, more. No, read more. Fine. Okay, fine. If you wear a beige one, um, you like to rim. But what the, like, and if where do you get a beige? other one, you're a Remy. Where do you get a beige? Remy was beige? the name of the fun rat from Ratatouille. That was Remy. You can start boss me. <laughs> where do you get a... Gray flannel is just, um, you own a suit, and the other one is you like men in suits. That's an obtainable daddy fetish. You own a suit. Like, yeah, like, so you just wear the suit and the other one's like, oh, that's really nice, I like that. And then that's the end of the interaction. Mm-hmm. Are there any other good ones? I'm just looking at cowboys. How are these? Oh, never mind. There's so many questions. Oh, Brooke. What? I love you more than our haters hate us. <laughs> <laughs> good night, everybody. That's our new, that's our new, um... Sign up phrase. It's because Dane Cook has a 19 year old girlfriend. Good night, everybody. That's what he posted on her. That's what he commented on one of her photos. And it's just the worst thing I've ever heard. Gross. (laughs) Good night to everyone but Dane Cook. (laughs)